Welcome to the Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony. I hope that you all had a blessed week. Blessed two weeks. I took last week off, so thank you for letting me take uh, the Christmas break off and New Year off. And now we are back here right after the New Year. And uh, yeah, the first and foremost, the Jeffrey Epstein uh, client list is not out as kind of I expected I I did not think that they were just going to come out with it right away but you know maybe we'll eventually get it I I do hope at some point we do get this client list because um the innocent lives that were taken ruined um from the evilness of the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing need to be addressed and um we have, what, Doe 107 now. She's saying that she is fearful for her life because of it. Um, what about the people's lives you already ruined? I just don't get why you're so worried about your life, why you put your life and what you were able to do and the evilness that you had done above um, those other people's lives that need to be, uh, need to be you know, uh, showing that they do mean something they they were not just you know a meaningless thing to you guys that wanted gals that wanted to go through and have um your pleasure of whatever else it's just sickening to me and these people really need to be held accountable you know in fact a, a lot of these people especially if they are you know ultra wealthy you know in politics in government in high-end companies you know, their punishment, uh, if as long as it's, if, well, statute of limitations, I know is a thing, but, you know, removed from it, you know, their wealth, you know, kind of a, a significant hit in that, you know, confiscation of that and, you know, put a victim for the families, whatever else, uh, these, these innocent lives that were there. I mean, it's something, punishment needs to be severe. I, I think that you guys... If you've listened to me enough, you understand that punishment needs to be severe. God went through and he punished people <laughs> um, time and time again. God is very gracious, very you know loving as well. But if you look at you know throughout history, right, he had a flood because people were degenerate. <laughs> Keeping it in simple terms, there. Um, I was in uh, Ecclesiastes last night, and it said there was a time for war, a time for peace, you know, and we're going through, and I'm going through and reading the Bible again this year, uh, we have a full study Bible, uh, and we're going through that, a different uh, translation, I always like to try to do a different translation, but going through, and I'm starting to read this, right, I'm going through, through different parts at a time, and it is a amazing how much teaching is in the bible and that they would even put god would even have in there there's a time for war and a time for peace he understands that there's a difference there is a punishment phase and there is also a peaceful phase if you are going and following god's word and following him there is a peace there is a rejoicing there is a jubilee there is an abundance god is very happy to have you into his kingdom there is an evil side, too, to all this. And to have that evil side be so out there and worrying about what their feelings are when what they've done is despicable to no end is 
outstandingly brain dead to me. And, you know, you think of the relationship to a lot of these people that have been associated with Jeffrey Epstein, right? You've had uh, Bill Clinton, which is a big one, and stuff like this. Um, This is one of those things that eventually I do hope, you know, we get cleaned up and those people that may have been in government, may have been wherever else, get put on notice, get put out there and saying this was evil thing, and they're shunned, right? They're even shunned because the the only way is, you know, they're going to have to go through repent, and it's going to have to be a godly thing. That's not for me to judge in that realm, um, but, you know, I can't just, you know, go through and say what you've done you're able to just come back you know keep everything you have and everything else no you need to have punishment for those wrongdoings god had full destruction uh, you know of a of a city because of immorality like this um uh, you know at some point that type of punishment you know needs to be done on these people as well that have gone through and ruined many different uh lives it's just to me it's one of the most despicable things out there that can be done you know i'd like to see them all in prison i like to see them to <laughs> um you know all in prison but you know i do <laughs> think um I, i've had a friend that has been in there uh they would not look kindly to these people that would be put in the prison at all um there may be some accidents or something uh, but that i mean that goes along with you know you don't do certain things and that is one of them so with that let's switch gears a little bit let's talk about the new number we rolled over here and you know take it to our federal government they were able to achieve 34 trillion dollars it looks to be right before january 1st um yeah we uh they are on their spending spree and they are making it rain like you would not believe uh, the dollar bills are raining all over the place and this is just you know more of our government being our government right this is sad to see but this is kind of how our government acts and hopefully at some point we get you know to a point where you know they're back and they're actually uh <laughs> they actually get the spending reined in they get on there and they kind of show us hey this is what we want but I am not holding my breath, right? Uh, what we're seeing today is uh, the government go through and what they all the Republicans were down visiting the border. I get it, right? There's a border issue. Why are you down at the border? We know there's a border issue. Why don't you instead uh, get back to work, get your uh, appropriations done, don't do any more CRs, and then on top of that, just close the damn border with the authority you have on spending to say this is spending to close the border, lock it up tight, putting the military down there, we're spending the military, we're going to have them all down there patrolling everything else. Done. You have the ability to just pass the laws pass the bills instead what they are is doing a photo op down at the border i don't get it i don't get it like we know 
we all know what is happening at the border. We all have seen the reports on it. We all have it. Are you trying to, what are you trying to get out of this? You're not, if you're, if you're trying, let's say, let's play devil's advocate here. Let's go through and say, okay, you're there. You're going down there because you want people to pull out money and donate to your campaign. Are you hoping that Democrats pull out money to donate for your campaign? I don't think it's going to be Republican voters that are going to do it because they're going to be like me. We know what happens at the border. In fact, why don't you do something about it? Oh, you're not going to do anything about it? You're just going to go down there and have a photo op? We're, we're 60 members are all going to go visit it. We want you to do something about it, not go down and post photos next to it. You're just like AOC in this instance. Why don't you cry next to it too, wear a nice white suit or whatever else she was wearing that day. You can just mimic her. It doesn't make any sense to me. does not make any sense to me. But, you know, this is the GOP uh, uh, officials at their finest. I, I don't want to even say leaders. They're not leaders, right? They're, they're not thinking as leaders. And this is what you're getting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's incredible what um, governments will do to try to make people jump on board with them but i was talking to a friend today and he goes well, we got on to democrats and stuff and they're like yeah they're so stupid and i go yes they are yes they they are they're very stupid uh, we all know this and the the stupidity of the, the and he was saying the democrats are in shambles and i agree the democrats are in shambles they can't they can't get anything right. You know, they have the economy spiraling out of control throughout history. It's just a repeat. Um, people don't realize that this happens every single time. But um, what what is interesting, though, is that I, I said, yes, but at least the Democrats in shambles have a plan. Their plan is to make everything in shambles. <laughs> but they have a plan. The Republicans, on the other hand, are just being, I should say Republican, the RNC is just stupid. Because I, I do talk to some members of the GOP at local communities, and they seem to be at least a little bit more understanding of what's going on and understanding the severity of everything around them rather than the RNC. The RNC is just a, a headless... Headless, whatever you want to put it. I'll put it like that. Um, they they do not understand what is going on, right? The RNC wants to be the DNC, but they don't understand that the voters that vote for candidates that the RNC supports are independent and thinkers. They make critical thinking themselves. The, the, the problem with the RNC isn't that they're, you know... I guess there's a lot of problems, but they're trying to be a DNC, but the DNC voters do not critically think. They just follow. They are the essential of the memes that you see with the sheep at the gate, and they could walk around, but the gate hasn't been opened for them by the DNC so that they cannot go through it yet, right? This is the, side, this is the part the Republicans aren't getting around. The, the GOP voters, they are um, they, they are a, a group of independent thinkers. They, there's a whole bunch of different people in this group. 
and their views and they are you know they support ideas based upon what what the outcomes have been and what has already been shown so the RNC is trying to run a DNC operation and trying to convince voters that they have good candidates, but yet their candidates aren't able to connect or show that they are um, and they are doing what the voters want because they aren't doing what the voters want. So you have this disconnect, this problem, and the RNC, as much as they want to be in the, the DNC, they can't unless you're going to get all the DNC voters. The problem is the DNC has to be able to go through and open the gate to say, hey, you can vote for the RNC <laughs> person, but that's not going to happen. You, you have this <laughs> disconnect. And, I, you know, this is why when you have a headless uh, organization like the RNC um, and a brain dead one, you can't, you know, you, your work and up and down and we'll see where GOP, you know, counties and everything else in states stand. But remember, state, you know, there's a lot of these members in the states that voted for Rhonda to be the head. So. Uh, maybe they're just as brain dead and headless as well. But you, you go through and they're trying to be this. They're trying to be the RNC without noticing that all the voters are thinking and independent. They are willing to vote for you. They are not told that they can vote for you. That is, and I guess the RNC would love to have the same type of, hey, you're just going to vote for me because I'm not the other person or, you know, you're following me blindly. They would love to have that. However, that's not going to ever happen unless they get the DNC to endorse them and they all become one, <laughs> which they pretty close are. They're right there, uniparty there. But if they all become one, fine. You're trying to get me out to vote. You're trying to get you know my friend out to vote. You're trying to get all these other people out to vote. The problem is, is that we sit and talk and think about what needs to be done. An RNC voter or a DNC voter goes out and complains about and shouts about why their policies are better and why you have to follow us. We think about how we're going to fix things and how that this is the way we need to go about doing it. Now, these people that are elected, that we elected at, you know, let's say the GOP, are not doing it, these Republicans. Well, how do we make sure that we remove them to be able to do it? So now you've created a you've created a problem, right, the RNC, because you're not putting in people that are willing to go and do the things that the voters want to do. So when they don't do this, and right, the January 6th videos, the, you know, getting rid of the 87,000 IRS agents, the increased taxes, you know, putting a tax thing on $600 or more, not getting rid of this whole income tax thing, blah, 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 blah. We could go on, more regulations, you know, everything else that comes down, a, you know, higher taxes, all this other stuff, right? What does this do? It creates people saying, well, I'm not going to vote for you because we wanted this done. This wasn't completed. We were told we were going to get it done. Let's take Obamacare. We were told this was all going to be gone. If you got all three, it didn't happen. And look where we're at. The DNC can get away with that. The DNC can get away with, you do this and we'll do it. And they can move the goalposts. They can, they'll even give you a little treat. The problem is, is the RNC thought we could give you a little treat by 
having Trump nuke the uh, financial requirement. Well, there you go. He nuked the financial requirement, and that was the little treat. And what did RNC voters say? Well, screw this. We're not voting for you. You said we wanted it all removed. You didn't do that. You can't operate like your other side. You can't operate like your um, competitor if you do not have the same mindset of body behind it. And you don't. You never will unless you were able to be the DNC. And, of course, then you would be fighting for the same people and those other group would grow even more. More and more people are growing outside of just the DNC. They are growing out. They are thinking for themselves. They have to be independent and they're willing to choose to vote for somebody in the RNC right now. That's it. That is how this is happening. You, you're... It's, it's frustrating to me because I could see so much success for a, um, for a, uh, the Republican National Committee could have so much success. They're just shooting themselves in a the foot. I mean, it's like you're next to Dick Cheney. Uh, um, they are, uh, it's just incredible here, but that, I mean, talk about coming out of the new year having to be a new year i think it's going to be great now 2024 is what we're going to make it to be i know i talk politics i know i talk god but godly is going to be there we are going to make it what it is this is going to be a great year we are going to make it great and it's not going to let the dnc rnc stand in our way They may be on their last straw. They may be on the way out if they do not want to get in line and follow what God wants coming down the pipe. It's just the way it is. The devil's going to do something. I think the devil's more DNC anyways. But um, this is... A, this is just another aspect of what is coming down the pipe, but get right with God, get right with yourself, understand we are going to achieve a lot of things this year, let's go through, let's take life by the horns, let's take, be able to go through and get more done this year, let's create ourselves and create our wealth, let's deal with the government and get it back to being small where it needs to be, and let's work hard to start making the changes that we need to make to make sure America will be great again and more importantly your local communities and setting the path right to putting god back where god belongs you know i was watching the um the the uh oh intellectual frog like sorry about that uh joe dan i know he does a great job there i want to mention this earlier he did a great job on his last episode go watch that out Uh, on intellectual frog legs his last episode amazing in there he talks about the um, 1947 uh, court opinion i was 1947 about the separation of the church and state taking a thomas jefferson letter and whoever was the uh, judge don't doesn't know how to read uh, this opinion and uh, also the lawyers arguing this for you know, the good guys didn't know how to read something and allowed the evil side to argue something that didn't even say. But they said that's where the separation is. And if you look at it, that's kind of where the, you know, the fracture is of how the United States, 
you know, government kind of started falling apart a lot faster, right? You already had problems with 1913 with the Federal Reserve, everything else. But let's focus this on the path. You were still going kind of good up until that 1947 part where then you're starting to remove all these things, uh, you know, the separation of church and state. Now you have Ten Commandments removed out of the uh, courtrooms. I I don't know about you, but that's probably a pretty good place to have Ten Commandments. Uh, Here's a set of Ten uh, Commandments that you should be following at all times. Uh, yeah, shall not kill. And now they're willing to let killers just go on the loose with very little bail. And when they should be arrested, a quick trial. And that's how we have it. Right now it's taking forever. No, the Constitution was a quick trial besides the point. But, you know, that diminishing of what is godly is insane to me. I have said, and if you've been around here at any point in time, I have pointed out that the um, Christianity has morals. And whereas other areas, they do not. And you see that more and more when you advocate for taking the uh, commandments out of a courtroom... I would argue that you do not have morals. And you could say, no, we have morals. We have our own morals, and that's our standards. And we could put those up. However, they were already there. You had the Ten Commandments. Why don't you just keep those out? Right? That you put those in. So, and the reason why the Ten Commandments are crucial is because those without morality can go look at what is moral. That is the big thing to me about the Ten Commandments. Is that if you do not have morality, which a lot of people don't these days, um, there was a whole calendar gate thing uh, happening, and everyone talking about a, a conservative calendar and it's conservative, dressed modestly, you know. Um, the, if you want a good summarization, go look at some of Bryson Gray's Twitter. He did a good job of that. But getting back to it, the Ten Commandments were and are a good foundation for you to look at if you are not moral. And if you come in, in difference with them, that is probably a sign you aren't a really immoral person and that you should probably study them to ground your foundation to start having them. That's why they were in the Old Testament. So that's uh, that's my little thought on the whole uh, Ten Commandments and where they should be. Uh, they should be in every school. They should be in other, every... Uh, I mean, if you're going to have public education, right, even though it's not enumerated, the Ten Commandments in a Bible should be on every desk, my opinion. Maybe that'll get, uh, maybe we, maybe that would get the uh, Department of Education all uh, uh, cleaned up within uh, 24 hours and be disbanded, <laughs> probably. But I think that that would be the right thing to do. Bibles. 
Ten Commandments posted in the classroom. You have the uh, National Anthem, Declaration of Independence, all posted on the walls. You know, preamble I would even do. Uh, pledge, all up there. American flag, um, a cross. Uh, a cru- I would say a crucifixion in every in every classroom. Let's start there. We should pro- we should also have those in every single government office. Why not? Start someplace of putting God back into your life, so that God is the center of your life. Don't let your human desires control that. I know it's hard. But we see what the human desires do. We, you know, we've touched on a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of degenerate stuff here today. Isn't that all based upon human desires? Not centering yourself around God? Not centering yourself on what is best based upon God and his views. I think that there's a lot out there that we have to look forward to and we get to look forward to. But if we put ourselves where God wants us to be, we're going to have an abundance from him. He's going to give us abundance of, let's say, information, abundance of courage, abundance of wisdom to be able to go overcome what is going to be in front of us. We have to listen to him. He puts stuff on our path so that we can be able to learn and execute and go to the next step. We can either say, yes, Lord, we will take this on and go forward, or we will fall behind. There's a lot going on in this country. We have Congress people that think about themselves over everybody else and would rather to make sure that they look good rather than do good. We have to do good so that we look good. And you can dress up a pig. You can put lipstick on a pig. And if it just was, you know, (laughs) it's just still a pig. You didn't change it. But if we change ourselves, our inside, of what God, and put God at the center, and put God in us, and follow him, follow Jesus, what he said, what he teaches, we have the ability to change everything, and make it so it's not lipstick on a pig, but actual, uh, beautiful image. Beautiful, you know, like, I don't know. Think of something beautiful. Thinking a lot of different things right now. But <laughs> nice good old steak. That's beautiful. Perfectly, you know, done. But things like that. You know, I, before I go here, I was talking to another friend today. I said, you know, we, we have to get a handle on this illegal immigration. I think that there is a threefold step. Now, Trump came out and said that he will do mass deportations. I think that that's, that's required. Now, in those mass deportations, I think that there it needs to be a twofold. I think that there should be harder laws on companies that hire illegals. $100,000 per should be fined. Now, if a citizen 
you know, has it illegal and everybody th- and uh, reports them, that's uh, five to $10,000 that they get once it's deported. Then all illegals get put on a list. They cannot come back into the United States. They are banned. They have broken the law. They are now banned forever. It's what it, it, you have severe laws. In other countries, you're, you know, rolling stones into smaller stones, <laughs> right? Severe punishment for people that break the law. We need to have severe punishment. There's severe punishment for if you break the law, right, in the Bible. It's been very severe. We talk about destruction, cities, worlds. Well, a flooding of the world. <laughs> With that, I want to say thank you for everyone. I hope that you uh, have a blessed year. I really pray for everybody out there for their amazing years. Um, I'm praying that I get over this uh, sinus uh, stuff. I may sound a little bit weird today, but I'll be back to normal fast enough here. God has healed me. And I'm praying for all your healings and that we will be able to return ourselves back to the godly nation we should be. And that we will, you know, continue to move in the right direction as a body of Christ. With that, I thank you so much for listening to The Way Freedom Flies. And until next time, I'm praying for you and God bless.